This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We welcome you to the radio and internet ministry of the Christian Crusaders on this beautiful August day. What if we told you that you could belong to such an organization that was not about you? Would you be excited? As members of the Church of Jesus Christ, our mission is to share the good news with others. Please join us as we discuss Psalm 67 and talk about the importance of remembering our purpose. Whether you are an individual or an organization, it's so easy to lose sight of one's purpose in life and wind up drifting. We're going to look at a song today that can help us stay focused. We begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's pray. Almighty God, you are faithful and wise, holy and just. You are all-seeing, all-knowing, all-powerful, ever-present. All praise and honor and glory to you, Lord, the one true living God. For you are our creator, our redeemer and sustainer. Amen. Sick and sorrow. 
Our reading for today is Psalm 67. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us, that your way may be known on earth, your saving power among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God, let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you judge the peoples with equity and guide the nations upon earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God, let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its increase. God our God shall bless us. God shall bless us. Let all the ends of the earth fear him. I love to tell the story of unseen things above, of Jesus and His glory, of Jesus and His love. I love to tell the story because I know tis true. It satisfies my longings as nothing else can do. I love to tell the story, twill be my theme and glory to tell the old, old story of Jesus and his love. I love to tell the story for those who know it best. Seem hungering and thirsting to hear it like the rest. And when in scenes of glory I sing the new, new song. Twill be the old, old story that I have loved so long. I love to tell the story. Twill be my theme and glory to tell the old, old story. Jesus and his love. Dear friends, last year a book was published that was entitled Mission Drift, The Unspoken Crisis Facing Leaders, Charities, and Churches. I found it to be a thought-provoking and challenging read. One particular quote that arrested me in this book reads as follows. It's a warning. Without careful attention, faith-based organizations will inevitably drift from their founding mission. The authors had some case studies to prove their point. Parachurch organizations such as Christian Children's Fund, which eventually became Child Fund International, started out uh, strong with that Christian emphasis, but then the drift came. YMCA was another case study. It was founded on Christian principles in England, 
the Young Men's Christian Association. By 2010, it had dropped everything in that title but the why. Drift. Now, this should be no surprise to us as God's people. It happened to Israel, for instance, in the Old Testament. We know that. They were called to be a light to the nations of the world, yet by the end of the Old Testament, they are pretty much keeping to themselves, looking out in survival mode for themselves instead of reaching. Happened in the New Testament church we see in Scripture as well. Some of the epistles warn against it. You turn to the book of Revelation and we see Jesus chiding various congregations for their drift. It still happens in today's church as well. We wind up just doing church, going through the motions. There's a loss of vision. There's a mission creep that happens. Wrong motivations kick in. Start out with such good intentions. We start out gangbusters, in fact, and years later, we just try and it seems like to survive. You see it in many churches. It also happens in the life of individual followers of Jesus Christ. I think in uh, the evangelicals' uh, emphasis on a personal relationship with Jesus, which is a good thing, we have a tendency maybe to make this whole Christian faith thing about it being me and Jesus and uh, too bad about the rest of the world. We're all prone to drift. I want to examine a text with you today from God's Word that I believe will prove to be helpful in staving off mission drift and keep us anchored to our purpose. If we've gotten off course, I believe it can help to put us on a new trajectory. In fact, I would recommend that you read it on a daily basis, because as you know, our sense of mission leaks. I'm talking about Psalm 67. It's been referred to by the church as the missionary psalm. It begins with a prayer. It's a throwback to a blessing given by Aaron the priest to God's people on the way to the promised land. May God be gracious to us, extend his favor upon us, and bless us, provide for us our needs, and make his face shine upon us, keep his eye on us, and smile. I know so far this prayer isn't sounding like anything that has to do with what we've talked about. It sounds pretty self-centered, doesn't it? But it doesn't end there. It goes on to give the reason for asking for the blessing. There's a purpose behind this request to God. That your way be known upon the earth, your saving power among the nations. The key word in this psalm is that, that your way would be known upon the earth your saving power among all the nations, that all the peoples would praise you, that the nations would be glad and sing for joy and enjoy you, God, that all the ends of the earth would fear you, which means revere God as the authority. That is the key word here, see? Lord, bless us so that the nations may be blessed. The prayer is not saying, bless us so that we can be comfortable, or bless us so that we don't have to work so hard to make a living. No, it's saying, bless us so that we can be a blessing to all the peoples. It implies that God will bless his people when we are, as his people, planning to bless the nations. 
the blessings flow through. The world, you see, is God's concern. You've heard the song, he's got the whole world in his hands. I think we ought to rewrite it. He's got the whole world in his plan. Genesis 12 takes us to this. It's what this psalm actually reflects, is the promise God made to Abraham when he said, I'm going to make of you uh, many descendants, a nation, and I'll give you land, and I'm going to bless you to be a blessing to the peoples of the world. Exodus 19, after the rescue from slavery in Egypt, he said, I have called you to be my treasure. If you keep my commands, you'll be a holy nation and a kingdom of priests among the peoples. Isaiah 49, he reminds them, I've given you as a light to the nations, that my salvation shall reach to the ends of the earth. Jesus in the New Testament says, after he turns upside down that temple, you have turned my father's house into a den of thieves when it was meant to be a house of prayer for the nations. And he talked of God so loving the world as he had that conversation with Nicodemus. Peter says in his second letter, the Lord is not wishing that anyone should perish, that all should reach repentance. John had a vision, Revelation 7, 9, where all the nations were gathered and every tribe and every nation and every tongue under heaven was praising, giving glory to God. And of course, you know Matthew 28, after Jesus rose from the dead and met with those disciples, he said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. God cares about the whole world. He wants everyone to worship him. Do you think God answered that prayer? Psalm 67. Do you think God kept his promise to Abraham when he said, I'm going to bless you with land and descendants and to be a blessing to the nations of the world? You bet he did. He gave Israel land. He made Israel a great nation from Abraham's descendants. And ultimately, we know from Matthew 1 in the family tree that is expressed that God fulfilled his promise to, for Israel to be a blessing to the nations of the world when Jesus Christ entered our world. He did it for Israel and for us through the person of Jesus to make us a blessing. He blessed us with the gospel so that we might be a blessing to the nations of the world. You know the gospel, don't you? We were once lost in our sinfulness, far away from God, but God in his love and his grace sent his son, Jesus Christ, into this world. He lived the perfect life of perfect obedience, which made him the perfect sacrifice as he was nailed to a cross to pay the penalty for humanity's sins, to restore us into a relationship with our Heavenly Father. The promise is sure that whoever places his trust or her trust in Jesus shall have everlasting life, shall have a restored relationship with the God who loves them. That's how we've been blessed. But let me ask you a personal question today. Have you personally been blessed by that gospel message in your life? Have, have you received Jesus Christ? Are you walking in a personal relationship with Jesus? He wants, God wants you to have that. Now, if the answer is yes, if you've received Christ, your status has been changed. You are no longer a part of the mission field. You are now a part of the missionary force of God to rescue his world. And this psalm which we've been reading, Psalm 67, is our song. 
our theme song. I love what John Piper, another preacher of the gospel, says in regard to this psalm. He says, when the psalmist says, let all the people praise you, he means let all the peoples know there is one true and living God and let them stop praising and serving other gods. If this were not true, if this were not the true purpose of God, then missions would be the most audacious and presumptuous enterprise in the world. But if it is true, then missions is the humble response of a faithful people who love the lost. Psalm 67 serves as a reminder to the church or ministries like Christian crusaders or individual followers such as yourself of what our true purpose in life is. We are all in Christ missionaries right where we are on call. We as the church of Jesus Christ do not ultimately exist for us. As someone has said along the way, the church is the only organization that has been founded that exists for the sake of those who aren't in it yet. The church is about those who have yet to come to worship the God who has revealed himself to us in his son, Jesus Christ. We are a mission people, and our prayer as followers of Jesus with a mission could be reworded in the words of this psalm. Lord, bless your church that your way, truth, and life, Jesus Christ, may be known among the earth, that the nations would know your saving power and trust in Christ, that all the peoples would praise you for what you you have done, that everyone would be glad and sing for joy as you reign over us and guide the nations, that all the earth would revere you. That day will come, your kingdom come. But as we wait, Lord, bless us so that we might be a blessing. May we be a shining light to the nations. David Platt, a modern-day Christian writer, says, We are prone as Christians to disconnect God's blessing in our lives from God's purpose for our lives. I came across a story that's shared by Tony Campolo, who is a preacher that I have enjoyed in the past. tells about attending his 10-year high school reunion, seeing all his old friends. He said, My best friend was there. We played basketball together on the team. We ate together every lunch hour going through high school. He said, when we saw each other and started talking with one another, he got all excited. He said, the most wonderful thing has happened to me this past year, Tony. I've become a Christian. And he began to go on and on about what joy he had in his life walking with Christ. Tony broke in and said, I'm so glad, Jerry, that you're a Christian. I'm a Christian too. And Jerry said to him, when did you become a Christian? And Tony said, well, when I was a kid, a child. And Jerry said to Tony, wait a minute. If you were a Christian when we were in high school together, how come you never told me about Jesus? How come you never introduced me to Christ? Tony says, I didn't know what to say to him. We're prone to disconnect God's blessing in our lives from God's purpose for our lives. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, it is so true. In Christ, we have been blessed with the most profound, life-changing gift and message the world will ever receive. But it needs to not only be protected and enjoyed by ourselves, it needs to be propelled into our neighborhoods, our communities, our workplaces, our broken nation, and our broken world. 
While you and I need to hear that gospel story again and again each week when we gather for worship, let us not forget that the society we live in needs to hear that blessing too. I'm afraid there's a dangerous drift in the Church of Jesus Christ today that I'm observing. There's a consumeristic attitude that's taking over in the church. Churches also all, all, all of a sudden become about me, my preferences. Serve me. What are you going to give me if I join your church? Feed me. See to my comforts. Grow my family, my personal walk with Christ. It's all about me. I'm reminded of a story I came across about a young kid that was interviewing for a job to be a movie usher, and the manager asked him during the interview, suppose there were a fire, what would you do? And the kid said, don't worry about me, I'd get out okay. And that's how we respond sometimes. What would you do if Jesus came back tomorrow? Oh, don't worry about me, I'd be okay. But you're an usher! It isn't enough just to get out yourself. You are responsible for helping others get out. Lord, help us if we take our eyes off of our mission statements that Christian Crusaders is here to proclaim Jesus Christ as Savior and Redeemer of the world. That my church at Shepherd of the Valley is here to connect all people to Jesus Christ to a growing relationship with Him. We are to bring all peoples to not only have a saving knowledge of Christ, but also to worship him. That's the great vision that Jesus has given us. Now, let me get personal with you. Have you personally embraced God's purpose for your life? Have you said, yes, Lord, at this particular time and place, I'm committed to play my part in the great redemptive drama to see that you, my God, is known, praised, enjoyed, and feared among the nations. Are you willing to give generously of your resources to reach others with the good news of Jesus Christ? Since God has blessed you with so much, are you willing to give that to him? Am I available? Ask yourself, and prepared to tell the story of Jesus Christ if I were given the opportunity? Am I training myself? Am I walking my neighborhood and praying for my neighbors that they would come to know Christ and be blessed by God? Are you willing to let your desk at work serve as a lighthouse for Jesus Christ? I recently had a wonderful conversation with a young man. He's 22 years old. He told me of what blessings he's been experiencing in his life lately. He says, man, I've got a great person, a woman that I love. I, I've got a great job. I just love it. I'm now moving into a house. I never could have dreamed that that would happen for me. He said, my only fear now is that I don't blow it. I said, what do you mean don't blow it? He said, I don't want to get so wrapped up in that, that I forget God's purpose for my life. I say amen to that. I don't know about you, but I don't want to blow it either. Years ago, my father was coming out to golf with me. Before he came to town, I took a lesson to learn how to drive because I'm a terrible golfer. When the day came that he arrived to golf with me, we I took him out. He had me go first. I took a swing at the ball. I missed it completely. I killed a lot of ants in their nests that were around that tee. He let me try it again. So I took another swing. And I missed again. There sat the ball. Lots of ants were now dead. I got shook up, and so I decided to kneel down and put my ball back in. 
As I was doing that, I overheard some noise down below me. And as I put my ear to the ground, I heard two ants talking to one another. And the other one said to, to the other, if we're going to stay alive, we better get on the ball. Church of Jesus Christ, if you're going to make a difference moving people towards Christ, and we're going to stay alive and vital for the cause, we'd better get on the ball. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, revive your church, beginning with me. Forgive us for the way we seem to drift away from your purposes for us. Captivate our hearts and minds again with the vision of what could be if we were to be faithful in the mission you've given us. We look forward to that day, Lord, when all the nations and all peoples will praise you, the one true living God. Amen. Now, as you go on your way, may Christ go with you, and he's promised he will. May he go before you to show you the way, behind you to encourage you, beside you to befriend you, above you to watch over and within you to give you his peace. Amen. You have been worshiping with the radio and internet ministry of the Christian Crusaders. May today's message help you stay alive and vital for the mission of Jesus Christ. Stay on the ball. If you enjoyed today's message and would like to hear it again, be sure to check out our webpage, christiancrusaders.org. You can find both audio and printed versions of the program on our homepage, as well as the messages from past broadcasts. Our website address is Christian Crusaders, all one word, dot O-R-G. 
Christian Crusaders is a nonprofit ministry supported entirely by the gifts of our listening audience. Estate gifts, large and small, have become a significant part of our ministry. Please consider a final gift to your favorite ministries as part of your estate planning. For more information, feel free to contact us at Christian Crusaders, Post Office Box 522, Cedar Falls, Iowa 50613. Our toll-free telephone number is 1-888-MY-FAITH. That's 1-888-693-2484. In the Cedar Falls, Waterloo, Iowa area, dial 277-0924. We thank each of you for your gifts and prayers. We are happy you were able to worship with us today and pray you will join us again next Sunday on this station. Conducting our service was Pastor Steve Kramer, Senior Pastor of Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church in Afton, Minnesota, and radio speaker on Christian Crusaders, now in its 80th year of continuous Sunday worship broadcasting.